1: Some residents of Churchtown in South Dublin awoke yesterday morning to find that the tyres of their SUVs had been slashed. According to the perpetrators, the vandalism was carried out all in the name of climate change action, with the people responsible slashing tyres in order to slash emissions. Well, to talk about this, I'm joined by Conor Faulkner, Transport Consultant, and by Sive O'Neill, Coordinator of Stop Climate Chaos Coalition and Lecturer in Climate and Energy Law at TU Dublin. Good morning and Welcome to you both. And we'll go to uh, to you first, Saive. What do you make of this so-called direct action?
2: Well, firstly, it's not necessarily tyre slashing. My understanding is that the tyres were deflated, and there's a big difference there because tyre slashing is potentially criminally, um, you know, illegal, if you like, whereas deflating a tyre is not. It's a very small um, inconvenience in comparison to the huge cost that SUVs are imposing on society. But I think we we could easily get carried away by the word slashing, and that's not actually what happened in the case of the Churchtown um, SUVs. I think young people are deeply frustrated by inadequate action and a lot of hypocrisy around climate change. And they're witnessing their neighbours purchasing ever larger vehicles over 58% of all new car sales are now SUVs in Ireland. And even if many of them are actually electric vehicles, the size of these cars and the uh, extra weight that they bring to them are cancelling out the emissions benefits of the fact that they're EVs. So essentially, it's very understandable that young people, I presume they're young people, are deeply frustrated with the lack of political action Um, and we haven't seen very much direct action like this in an irish context so in one way it's quite refreshing because it puts it up to us to debate the issue Uh, why are we allowing these cars to dominate our streets and roads we know that they are more dangerous to pedestrians and cyclists Uh, they're they're contributing to more emissions even electric vehicles uh, and we should be regulating them out of existence, but instead they're actually taking up more and more of all new registrations every year.
1: Mm. Um, you say it's refreshing. Uh, the people who came out to find that they could not get to work. I mean, if you've got a spare wheel and not all the vehicles now carry spare wheels. Um, if you've got a spare wheel and one tyre is deflated, that's f- fine. It's an inconvenience. It'll take you maybe 20 minutes or if you know how to do it, maybe slightly more quickly than that. If you've got two deflated, um, you're bunched.
2: I I, can't, I yeah absolutely it's it's certainly inconvenient and from a strategic point of view Yeah but who's you, right
1: who is the right yeah. to inconvenience people they don't even know they know nothing about them they don't know whether you know there's a woman or a man but more likely a woman who's got to get two buggies into the back of a car or whatever it might be two babies and car seats and all the rest of it um they know nothing about the private life, they know nothing about what's going on in that household or behind that wheel, and yet they take it upon themselves to arbitrarily penalize people for, you know, for the climate. Everything is forgiven yes, in the name of the
2: climate) oh. Well, certainly it, it seems quite arbitrary but it's worth remembering that church town to the best of my knowledge is connected to the Lewis and it has uh, an excellent standard cycle way now connecting it to the city centre so in comparison to many other parts of the city it's very well connected by public transport and you <laughs> yeah, know now, come on hang on if, a I'm second not, no, no, not, no 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 just let me finish my the, point the Lewis, goes, the Lewis is a straight
1: line it goes in one direction towards town it goes in the other direction towards Cherrywood if you want to go somewhere else from churchdown you don't have the Lewis. so d- well, this d- is going you know to be there's the no point in being f- in favor cluttering
2: cluttering our streets with more cars and more suvs for the sake of our convenience so the issue here is that all of these issues are kind of collective action problems where there's an individual benefit to purchasing a car and driving it around the place. But the societal impact is never factored into it. And we as a society have to confront this issue as a collective, because individually it will always be in our interest to drive that car and take it from right. A to B door to door. But the societal impact, the environmental impact, is never factored into it. You see, So, so, so it's inconvenient. I feel for the people who are affected. And, you know, it's not an action I did myself. I, I'm not condoning it in that sense. But you have to understand the point of the action, which is is to raise awareness of the fact that there are societal impacts here that are not being taken care of. We have no extra regulation on SUVs. The tax system does not deter people from purchasing very large vehicles. They have an out-of-size impact on uh, pedestrians and other vulnerable users, and they're simply not appropriate vehicles for uh, densely populated urban areas, and yet they're dominating our streets. So it's not fair to blame individual drivers, okay. I agree. Um, do, but do, as do, a society, where do we start? Where do we have this debate? Well, the government won't act.
1: Well, if you are one of these people who are, are belong to the lobby, they call themselves the tyre risk extinguishers. Um, why not just... Go for election, city council elections, uh, opportunities there. Uh, The general election will come up in a couple of years' time. Uh, That's the way we tend to do things in a democracy. You go in, if your policies carry water, uh, well, they will be implemented. If they don't, they won't be. Isn't that the democratic way to do things rather than just decide arbitrarily that the woman who's five weeks away from delivering birth and may go early and whose husband is going to be delivering her to the hospital at God knows what hour of the night only to find the car uh, tire has been deflated at least and slashed at best, at worst rather. Um, You know, that's not the way we do things.
2: Look, the climate movement is a very broad church. And there will be many people, I hope, that will be standing in the local and European elections on a climate mandate. And, you know, it's very important that people use every opportunity to raise awareness and to push for action. But the reality is that many of us have been in this game for a long, long time. And there has been entirely inadequate responses from our elected representatives. There is hypocrisy around climate and there is people standing in front of their brand new you know SUV EVs claiming they're doing something for the environment when in fact they're imposing an environmental burden. The reality is that our planet is on fire. We are experiencing unprecedented temperature um, events in the in the Atlantic. The Antarctic is melting, the Arctic is melting. We are already at 1.3 degrees and we're heading for much more serious climate impact. So young people are looking at this going, where is the response? Who is going to take responsibility for changing the system and guaranteeing their futures? Because right now from where they're sitting, and I'm imagining they're young people that have done this, they're deeply frustrated with the democratic system and wondering where and when they're going to see a response. Now, I would love to see them standing in elections. I'd love to see lots of people standing in elections. But very often, it's a very slow process to try to get change. And we've been campaigning in Stop Climate Chaos and in other organisations for years for action on SUVs. They're unregulated. Mm-hmm. They're uh, dominating our road space. <laughs> They're driving <laughs> what, what pedestrians is this? and cyclists off the sorry, road.
1: Sorry, sorry, Saif. What is this nonsense? They're unregulated. They're taxed and insured and controlled, nct like every other vehicle. So what do you mean they're unregulated?
2: Well, as, a, as vehicles, they're much larger. They make the roads more dangerous oh, for vulnerable okay. road users. So, so, they're associated so with an higher s- injured severity. And this particular feature of the vehicles is not being appropriately regulated. Mm-hmm. So we need to see regulation on the basis of their weight, their height and their width. Because they 're much bigger in all of those dimensions than standard vehicles
1: yeah some are it's not, some are per-
2: perfectly possible it 's perfectly possible for regulators and it will be hard for Ireland to do this because we don't manufacture cars, but at European level to regulate SUVs literally out of existence. France have introduced rules now actually not allowing car advertising on vehicles that have uh, higher than a certain amount of uh, carbon emissions. Um, vehicle but but the, but we're not taking action in ireland uh there's no um regulation on suvs on our streets even where they are parked up on pavements there's very little enforcement so that's what i mean by low regu- low regulation
1: okay so it's okay for a small car to park on a pavement but not a large car is that is that uh, i mean no, suvs of is this not, sports no, utility of you're, vehicle you're twisting you're
2: twisting, uh, you're twisting I'm my just argument just listening here. to what
1: you're saying You're you're saying that only SUVs park up on pavements. That seems to be your implication. All sorts of offenders do that. that.
2: I think that car parking on pavements is an abomination and nobody should be allowed to do it and people get away with it. But if you look at photographs where SUVs are parked uh, inappropriately or on pavements, the uh, interference with the roads and the streets is much more severe because the cars are so much bigger. They block people's line of sight there. We know all of this. We have lots of data from the US where these vehicles have been uh, much more common for longer. And we know that they have a greater impact on um, pedestrian fatalities and cyclists um so i'm just wondering why we are allowing this particular business model if you like of of car usage to continue when we know already how much damage they do and they're not taking us anywhere close to our climate targets which as i say Uh, uh, i would would just i would just point out uh,
1: as i'm sure connor will that suvs sports utility vehicles so called come in many sizes there's a relatively small tiny virtually kia nero versus a huge range rover or a toyota land cruiser Uh, all of those kind of differences are there connor what do you make of of this direct action by uh, these uh, tire extinguishers
0: Well, listen, obviously there's loads in what Saeed has said there and some good points made, um, but listen, first things first, you've got to condemn the action. There is no stretch of the imagination which makes this in any way legitimate. Saeed, it is not refreshing. It it has to be condemned for all the reasons that you said, Pat. Loads of avenues, loads of ways in which this conversation can be had, uh, lots of democratic outlet for anything you feel about it, and no excuse for picking on your neighbours and doing harm to people in this way. It's not allowed. It's not legitimate protest. And that has to be said before you can say, now let's discuss. The planet and the climate and all the things I want to discuss. Uh, we're, we're, we may talk climate today uh, with Sive because this protest happened, um, but that does not excuse the protest. It's not a refreshing action. Um, it, it's pretty thuggish, and, uh, really. Okay, but, but we, we what can't about the
1: it? point that, that Sive makes, that cars are getting bigger all the time? You exactly, know, although on some that SUVs that. are tiny-ish and some are enormous uh, and there is a huge difference. So using the term, the blanket term SUV for all vehicles, big, medium, and small is is probably not helpful, um, but generally speaking, cars are getting bigger.
0: Yeah, they are, uh, and I agree with that. SUV has become a confusing term, um, but cars are too big. There's a design trend among manufacturers at the moment uh, to make ordinary domestic cars huge and it's unnecessary and um, now the consumer isn't sort of doing that I mean it's kind of been pushed on us by um, the machine if you like and now at the same time car manufacturers are investing hugely in, in um, e-cars and environmental technology so tailpipe emissions are going to disappear uh, there's the prospect of a really good future there um, but for no good reason yeah, but I, I, see, I mean so I made the point at the moment.
1: that the manufacture and so on of electric cars and hybrid cars still involves the consumption of huge amounts of carbon so it's not that if you drive EV you're uh, pure in the uh, carbon sense, you're not
0: well, entirely true. And everything we do has a carbon cost, in re- including replacing the car fleet. But I actually think Cy made a better point there in that the European Union collectively can do something about this unwelcome design trend. It was done before to make car manufacturers you know, produce low emission vehicles, and, and it can be done again to make them produce smaller vehicles. And I think that's the area in which you do it most productively. And I would love to see that trend reverse. And it would be nice if in 10 years' time the global fashion, if you like, for want of a better word, was for smaller vehicles. For all the reasons that Saiva said, particularly in urban areas, if all the cars are just too big, well, you know, that's not good for anybody. And I do accept that as a point. But you don't go from there, um, you know, via mentioning the Burning Planet to justify anything you do, uh, to picking on your neighbours. Uh, and, and, and calling it legitimate protest. It I'm sure you isn't. will
1: find, if we ever get to the perpetrators of, of of this kind of stuff, that they're not doing it to their neighbours. They're not doing it to Mrs O'Shea next door. They're doing it to nameless person in some other neighbourhood. You can be be, bet your well, bottom dollar they're not doing it to people that their mothers and fathers would know.
0: Well, maybe. Uh, listen, we don't know who did it. It could be as harmless as some kids playing a prank, um, but no, you no. Know, there's it, a letter. It, 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 oh, the, a
1: letter they've published. I saw it. You yeah. saw it. Attention, yeah, you. Your gas guzzler kills. We have deflated one or more of your tires. You'll be angry, but don't take it personally. It's not you. It's your car. We did this because driving around urban areas in your massive vehicle has huge consequences for others. And then it goes on to talk about car companies. Exactly as you've said, Connor, that uh, that you know the manufacturers are pushing us in the direction of uh, larger. Uh, vehicles and then it goes on to talk about SUVs more likely to kill people than normal cars in collisions Um, psychological studies show SUV drivers are more likely to take risks on the road SUVs are unnecessary and pure vanity
0: yeah, you know, a, 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 a diatribe of points there—some fair, some debatable, none of which are justified. You can't simply say, "I don't like the world," so I've, I've I've done harm to you. As I say, that's not legitimate protest. And I think, you know, Sai should probably make that clear. Anybody who's democratic should make that clear, um, rather than saying, "You know, how refreshing!" And now I can talk about my issue. Um, uh, uh, you know, plenty, plenty, plenty of opportunities to discuss the climate issue. Sure, it's all across. Uh, the national conversation, um, and as I say, we should, we should separate that from what is um, yeah. An act of maybe minor thuggery, but but thuggery nonetheless.
1: Yeah. Um. Saif, the the general way of dealing with this would be uh, to control the manufacture and sale of cars, penalise people with uh, taxes uh, and so on. But the random nature of this is what's uh, disturbing some of our listeners. You know, you don't know what's going on behind the hall door. What kind of needs are there? Uh, whether someone requires a a, a larger car for work or other domestic purposes and that's really the issue with with this kind of random action
2: yeah I, I i hear that um but have to remember that all kinds of direct action that's been taken you see it a lot in the uk for example recently just stop oil and so on they do put themselves in front of people if you like there is an inconvenience aspect to the campaigning that is being done and it's about Trusting the climate emergency under our noses so of course the people who are directly affected by that are inconvenienced but the reality is that the government is required to take urgent action and we don't see that we don't see them cutting emissions we don't see them taking the measures necessary to reduce car dependency in a way that protects needy people and the very kind of examples of households that you mentioned So I would like to see the government immediately in the next budget, update the vehicle registration system, for example. They could require width, height, and um, weight restrictions to be put, or in some way taxed in, in, in in a way that reflects their environmental impacts. And that is one option. The other option is to regulate the advertising of cars. Um, studies in France have showed that there is relentless advertising pushing SUVs on the car market and up to two thousand three hundred euro is being spent on advertising per SUV. So it's no wonder that people in the market to buy a car are influenced by all of that and are choosing those cars because that's what is being you know, offered to them as a high status uh, product. So the only way is to take action at the government level to regulate the industry and to regulate how we use our streets so they're safer for everybody.
1: All right. Uh, thank you both uh, very much uh, for joining us. More regulation. So we label the wine bottle, we label the SUV, we label the burger. Um, we are heading in some direction in this country. Anyway, Conor Faulkner, transport consultant, and uh, to Sive O'Neill, who is coordinator of Stop Climate Chaos Coalition and lecturer in climate and energy law at TU Dublin.
0: Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.